Welcome to the Full Auto News Podcast. Here are the stories that you should know. Now, with better transitions, Putin is reshuffling his top generals in an attempt to take control of the war in Ukraine. At the same time, Yevgeny Prigozhin, who controls a private military force called the Wagner Group, is fighting for his own control of the conflict. Prigozhin has declared victories in the war, but the defense ministry has tried to take credit for them. Putin has attempted to resolve the power struggle by appointing new generals and demoting others. Prigozhin has criticized the military brass and has a powerful ally in Chechnya's leader Ramzan Kadyrov. Meanwhile, Prigozhin has taken advantage of military defeats to expand his power by making the Wagner Group a key element of the Russian fighting force. But next, we're discussing the charges and potential trial of the suspect in the assassination of former Prime Minister Shinzo Abe in Japan. Japanese prosecutors charged the suspect in the assassination of former Prime Minister Shinzo Abe with murder and sending him to stand trial. He allegedly shot Abe with a homemade gun while Abe was making a campaign speech in July. He reportedly said he killed Abe because of Abe's links to a religious group his mother had made donations to. He could face the death penalty if convicted. The investigation into the case has revealed years of cozy ties between Abe's governing party, and the church and the government has begun an investigation that could lead to a revocation of the church's religious status. Our next story covers the ongoing battle for control of the town of Soldar between Russia and Ukraine. Russia and Ukraine have been in a fierce battle for Soldar, a salt mining town. Russia has claimed to have captured the town, however, Ukrainian authorities say the fight continues. While the town's importance is more symbolic than strategic, it could be a sign of Moscow's attempt to gain control of the entire eastern region of the Donbas. Ukraine has said that its defense of the eastern strongholds has helped tie up Russian forces. The White House has downplayed the significance of potential Russian gains in the area, saying it is not going to have a strategic impact on the war and that Ukraine will continue to fight to regain their territory. In our next segment, we'll be discussing the charges being sought against South Korean officials for their role in a tragic crowd surge that resulted in multiple deaths. South Korean police are seeking to charge 23 officials, including law enforcement officers, with involuntary manslaughter and negligence due to a lack of safety measures which led to a crowd surge that killed nearly 160 people. The police have failed to employ meaningful crowd control measures, did not respond to calls warning of a swelling crowd, and failed to allow rescue workers to reach the injured in time. The Interior and Safety Minister and National Police Agency Commissioner have faced calls to resign, but the investigations into their direct responsibility were inconclusive. Up next, we're taking a look at the arrests and interrogations of Palestinian teenagers by Israeli forces in the West Bank. Yousef Meshe was 15 when Israeli forces stormed his home in the Balada refugee camp in the West Bank. His 16-year-old brother, Whale, was also arrested and remains in detention. According to a report by the Israeli human rights organization Hamot, hundreds of Palestinian teenagers were arrested and interrogated in 2022 without ever issuing a summons or notifying their families. Rights activists say they believe such tactics are meant to create fear and intimidation. Yousef's mother, Hanadi Meshe, said he is not like he was before and is often traumatized by nightmares. In response to a petition to the Supreme Court by Hamok two years ago, the Israeli military asked them to first summon Palestinian parents about their accused children. But this progress was short-lived. Last year, the army rounded up hundreds of Palestinians in the West Bank in late-night arrests. Our next topic covers the lifting of the mask mandate on long-distance trains and buses in Germany. Germany will drop the mask mandate on long-distance trains and buses on Feb. 2. Rules for local transportation are a matter for Germany's 16 state governments. The pandemic situation has stabilized and the population has built up high immunity. Lauterbach appealed to people to still wear masks voluntarily indoors and on trains. And finally, we'll be discussing the EU's new orbital launch complex in Arctic Sweden. The EU inaugurated its first mainland orbital launch complex in Arctic Sweden to bolster its capacity to launch small satellites into space. The facility should complement the EU's current launching capabilities in French Guiana 
and the first satellite launch is expected next year. The total number of satellites could reach 100,000 by 2040, making it crucial for tracking natural disasters in real time and providing global security, and that should be enough to make you dangerous.